Welcome to day 123 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 11 to 25, chapter 6, verses 1 to 23, and 1 Chronicles chapter 13 to 16, with a focus on chapter 15, verse 2, and then verse 25 to 29. Then David said that no one but the Levites might carry the ark of God. For the Lord had chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to minister to him forever. Now we're just going to scroll on down a little bit. So David and the elders of Israel and the commanders of thousands went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. And because God helped the Levites who were carrying the ark of the covenant of the Lord, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. David was clothed with a robe of fine linen, and also were all the Levites who were carrying the ark, and the singers and chairman of the leaders of the music of the singers, and David wore a linen ephod. So all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting to the sound of the horn, trumpets, and cymbals, and made loud music on harps and lures. And as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked out of the window and saw King David dancing and celebrating, and she despised him in her heart. Now, in contrast to what we read in uh, chapter 13, this is quite a a jarring uh, comparison because what had happened is David had gone up with all of Israel as well to bring back the ark, and they put it on a new cart. And what happened is, is the ox stumbled, and one of the priests was worried that the ark was going to fall off, so he put out his hand to steady it and touched it, and God struck him dead. And, of course, this is one of those Bible verses where we go, oh, my goodness, like, God, what are you doing? Like, and it even says, David was angry, and then it says, David feared the Lord. And he, they left the ark at someone's house, and they said, you know what, it's, it's got to be there uh, because we're afraid of, of what will happen. And this story, in comparison, the, the chapter 15 account versus chapter 13, you need to understand a lot is happening. But one of the biggest things is there wasn't the reverence and the respect due in the first account. Yes, David had gathered up all of Israel to help transfer the Ark of the Covenant back to its rightful place. Yes, uh, they had put it on a new cart. Yes, the people were there. But it was not the way that God had asked them to do things. The Levites were the only ones who were supposed to be carrying the Ark. It was meant to be on poles. And and so there, there was almost a, a reverence that was missed. There was almost a honoring that was missed out on. And we see it happen in uh, chapter 15. We see that David makes an announcement in verse 2. Only the Levites may carry this ark because that's who God said was meant to do it. And they're to minister him forever. And so David realizes the mistake that's made. David realizes it, it doesn't matter if it was a new card. It's not what God had asked. And, and this is, in some ways, almost a reflection of what had happened with Saul. Saul had made a sacrifice without Samuel, which was not what God had asked. And then Saul had kept all of these wonderful spoils of war to dedicate to God. But that's not what God had asked. And this is another one of those moments and stories where God has asked for something very specific. And he's the God of the universe, people. And sometimes we go, oh, how could God do this? He's the God of the universe. And so David, the second time around, gets it. David goes, we're going to get the Levites. We're going to 
we're going to assign every single person from the tribe of Levite a job, whether it's musician, whether it's singing, whether it's carrying, whether it's... And they do it right. And they celebrate. And what do we see? What do we see in the, uh, in the account is that God helped them. And because God helped them get the ark to where it was supposed to be, they sacrificed. They made a big sacrifice. And the celebration got wilder and wilder to the part where David almost disrobes. Uh, and, and in the other account of our story, in 2 Samuel, we, we hear that she actually calls him out and says, you know, why are you essentially dancing around naked that anyone can look upon you? And David's response is brilliant. He goes, before the Lord, I'll become even more undignified. Before God, I will humble myself to look like a madman because he is so great. And who am I, right? Because Michelle's going, you're the king that commoners might look on you. And he goes, before God, I'm naked anyway. Who cares? Like, David got it. And by contrast of his first attempt to bring the ark, David reflected a lot more humility in how he took it about. He followed what God had asked in the letter and then went above and beyond in the sense of let's magnify. Let's not just have the Levites carry it. Let's have every single Levite celebrate and sacrifice and dance and and all dance before them as well. And it was a holy and honoring worship service really bringing it back. And there are times in our life where are we having a ceremony, which was the cart. Ah, yes, let's bring the ark back in with a brand new card and it's going to look great and and it will be a processional and then you see the celebration and the worship of God in the second one better and when we're serving God are we serving God with carts or with poles because that's what we need to do is it with carts or is it with poles right the, the, the illustration there is are we trying to do it our way that looks really good or are we doing it the way that God's asked us to because there is such a thing as making a compromise in the way that we serve God. If God's asked you to do something a particular way, do it. If God says to you on the bus, hey, give that person your coat, which might seem strange, but God sometimes asks us to do strange things. You go, well, you know, I'll donate some coats at the Salvation Army later. I'll buy new coats, not my used coat. Um, you know what? It's it, Even if it's a good thing that you're doing, if it's not what God's asked, it's disobedience. And so we need to make sure that we're doing what we are told to do the way we're told to do it. You go, well, Pastor Mike, how do I figure that out? Read the Bible and pray. Read the Bible and pray. And once again, there are going to be times where God asks you to do something specifically, do it. And then there are general things like feed the poor, take care of the widow and the orphan. And and those are things that we can do left, right, and center. Anyway. That's really it for today. It's a great reading, and I, I hope you got something from it. I know that I did. So may you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. Until then, be blessed.